Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to episode 227 of the Bobbycast, your favorite musical podcast. I'm trying out new slogans. <laughs> I'm more shopping. Your things. favorite musical podcast? Yeah, your favorite music podcast from Nashville. Uh, we're going to do a few things here. We're going to talk about despised bands that are crazy successful. Maybe the logic as to why they're so despised. Uh, new music this week, and we'll kind of roll through some music news. Let me recommend the Luke Combs podcast, though, that uh, we just did here. So he was at the house uh, four or five days ago. It will be our highest streamed podcast. Really? I, we were looking at the numbers today. He's just blown up so fast. Why are people so interested in him? Because uh, he's so relatable? Well, he writes first. You have to write really good songs. Mm-hmm. Like all that other stuff comes in second. If you can't... If, you can have everything right and not write good songs. That's not going to work. Yeah, and his songs are really good. And he writes really good songs. So first and foremost, the songs. Secondly, he can sing as good as anyone else. Yeah. It's, it, I guess it's masked by the, uh, the roughness mm-hmm. of his voice. But yes, it's very controlled. So His texture. I mean, you know, you think of the Shays from Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. You think of the Carries. You know, just the pure vocalist. But he's on that, that level. But because he's not shiny mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah. he's a little rough yeah. you don't really consume it the same way in your mind um, and there is a little bit of uh, to it also i would say thirdly would be his appearance the first two things aren't supposed to go with the third yeah you don't normally look like a normal dude whenever you can sing really well and you write really good song it's just a, a rare combination yeah um you know stapleton's a bit of that right although i would put stapleton i would say stapleton is a um, he has a lot more um, character in his voice than he is a straight pure vocalist like Luke Combs. I would say Luke Combs can out-sing Stapleton. I'd say Stapleton's voice is probably a little stronger wow. or, or like, like a, I don't know. I don't know. No one sings what the punch Luke Combs does in our studio. Like just sitting there, acoustic. When Luke Combs, Sunday, it's just yeah. like, <gasps> like sucks the wind out of yeah, you. Yeah, and even when he talks, it's a very heavy, thick voice. If you listen to the podcast that we did, 
I'm talking like this normal, but when he talks, it's right yeah. up here. <laughs> and it just, there's such, there's such a disparity in the, the levels because I didn't want to get up here and do the podcast like this too. Yeah. So mo- mostly it's like me sound like this. <laughs> and him sounded like this. But yeah, it's just wild to think of Luke Combs from the beginning because before he had a song that was ever, his first hit wasn't even a top 50 or 60 song. And I put, put him in my class of maybe 28, 19. And Early. Or, yeah, yeah, before first hit. Before he was on the verge, before any of that. And so what's been cool about that is artists usually remember that. And I don't talk about that very often, but artists usually remember the people that kind of jumped out on him first and helped him out. And I think our relationship's been good because of that. Same with Stapleton. Him and I are cool for the same reason that we had Chris coming in to play as an artist before he had really had a big artist career. Yeah. And it's cool to see a lot of these artists open up with you just every time you interview them. From the first time you interview them, they're kind of closed off. They don't really know what to do or what to say. But then after the third or fourth time, they're just like an open book. And I bet the, the Bobby cast is like, ah, I'll just tell you whatever. Ask him whatever he'll tell you. You know, the great thing about this podcast is that it's just one-on-one. Yeah. And so they feel not pressure to perform, but when you're just talking one-on-one and you're recorded, there, it, there's a weight on you mm-hmm. to keep it going and keep it interesting. There's nowhere to go. There's no publicist. There's no other people on the show. There's not a five-minute segment that you can just stall your way through. When people come in here, it's usually the best stuff because you're just sitting here. And sometimes I'll freeze people out and just be quiet. But just be like, yeah. Just, and, and, and then you feel like, oh my God, I got to talk. They feel like I got to talk. <laughs> and sometimes they'll start. I just did that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the silence. What do I say? <laughs> they'll start chasing their tail around till they can yeah. catch where I want them to go. Yeah. And I'll wow. let them go sometimes. Just go, go, go. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get there. There he is. He got mm-hmm. it. So, but it was, uh, the Luke Combs podcast was really good. Um, but today... Eddie, by the way, check out Eddie's podcast, The Sore Losers, which is a sports show with Eddie, Raymundo, and Lunchbox, and sports and also um, funny guy stuff. Yeah. So I want to get that, that plug in Thank there. you. Appreciate that. Which is the only reason you do this, to get your plugs. That's the only reason I come here, yeah. yeah. You how, make me drive from my house to yours how, to do Well, this. the studio is here. <laughs> how far is your house from my house? Uh, it's just under 30 minutes. I try to time it out perfectly. If I leave 25 minutes, I'm going to be late, like or just right on time. So it's just right between 25 and 30 minutes. But it's weird. It's a straight shot. It feels like it should be a lot shorter, but it's not. It's not. And, I, man, there are a lot of houses for sale in your area. I might just move a little closer here. <laughs> <laughs> I counted, like, 10 houses for sale. I'm like, oh, that's a nice one. That's a nice one. But they're probably expensive. Right? See, that's all you got to do is sit. You just sit quietly. And just keep going. Just okay, keep well, going. the reason I think they're expensive. <laughs> just keep, oh, I'm just sitting here looking. But you feel how you're like, oh, God, I got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Ask me whatever. I'll tell you. And I'll, and, and you, know what, you know what I'll do? I'll move my head off the mic, too, like I just did you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like I'm going to say anything. I'll lean my head away over here. So yeah. you, Just keep going. What, do I, what else am I going to do? My mouth's not even near the mic, so you know I'm not going to save you. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of houses for selling. There really are. Shocked. Dang, a lot of people a, moving from that, uh, moving away. I guess. Get you a deal. <laughs> All right. It's the perfect market. You know what I watched today was that movie you told me to watch on Netflix. Shot in the dark. The long shot. The long. Oh, the long shot. Yes. Short. It's it's a, it's a forty. I got a couple things I watched. It's a forty minute documentary about a guy who they said killed a girl. Correct. A sixteen year old girl. Yes, he's accused of murdering a sixteen year old girl because his brother was on trial for murder and he went to watch it and that girl 
is the one that helped put his brother away. So they just said, well, it looks like you and you were in the courtroom. It's yes. now you. Yes, most importantly, it looks like you because they just depended on a sketch that one witness that saw in the dark, saw what this guy looked like, sketched it up, and this guy kind of looked like it, so they arrested him. I'll talk about that for a second because there were a lot of guys that looked very similar. They had like 20 sketches. Yeah. Like- Exactly like this dude. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, I mean, Mexican-American, like you put a mustache, even on me, like right now, I probably kind of look like that dude. Just a mustache. Yeah, and and shave my head. head. Yeah. And so they put him in. And then they were actually shooting. He went to the Dodgers game, and he was like, it's the Dodgers game. But they well, can't well, at first, them. they were just like, well, how can you prove you weren't there? He's like, I don't know. And it's, it's funny, too. Like, if you do something, what, a, a year or what is it, a few months away, and you just tell him, what were you doing this random Thursday? I don't know if I could tell you what I was doing. I have to really think about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at a Dodgers game. Well, it may be good for me to have every minute of every day in my calendar. <laughs> that probably does I probably get out of murder then pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. So he's like, yeah, I was at a Dodgers game. They put his daughter on the stand, by the way. She was six. Gosh, that was painful to watch. And they asked her, what did you get? But she freaking knew it. She did. And so they went into the Dodgers camera system and found him, but the resolution wasn't close mm-hmm. enough. So they're like, all right. So then Curb Your Enthusiasm is shooting there. And they, he happens to be in a freaking scene of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But then, <laughs> there's a lot of but then. So I won't stop yeah. it there. You should watch it. Um, it, it was, but it was only 45 minutes. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, the, the lawyer was just on a chase to find footage of him to prove that he was at that Dodgers game. Pretty crazy. Larry David shows up in the documentary. <laughs> he too. does. The whole thing, it's not a series. It's one episode. Again, less than an hour. But it's pretty good. Yeah, lo- the long shot. I also watched, I think, four episodes of the Justin Bieber documentary. Oh, yeah? How's that? Good. You, you're already starting to like Bieber a little bit. I have been, my mind has been altered of Bieber because of people that know Justin. So my girlfriend now kind of knows him a little bit. She goes to church with him. She's like, he's the greatest guy. He's super nice. Once you're like there, he's so approachable. He plays soccer with like friends. And so. You wouldn't think that by reading just the internet. Well, I guess I would com- stuff. compare it to someone like, let's just compare it to someone like a Keith Urban right mm-hmm. here in Nashville. If you know him, you can just go up to his house and hang out and it's not a big deal. If you're already in, but if not, it's probably impossible. If you're just a fan, it's probably impossible to get to him. Um, but yeah, I, uh, so yeah, I like him a little bit because he's supposedly really nice and super cool. Not the same as us. The kid's been famous since he was- uh, True, yeah. 10, 11, 12? Was he, was he that young? How old was Bieber? Probably like 12. You think what, it was that what baby? Yeah. There's a part in the maybe second episode, third episode, where he goes and they have a clip of him meeting his wife Haley for Bolton. the first time. But they're like, he's like 12, she's like 11. Wow. And he's like, and he's like, you know, I kind of remember it. He goes, I remember meeting Stephen Baldwin. And he goes, Stephen Baldwin's daughter was there. And most kids are like, ah. And she was like, eh, what? And they show a clip and she's like half asleep and does not give a crap. <laughs> she's like, Ugh. Yeah, okay. It's like she got drugged on a morning show to have to meet Justin Bieber. Yeah. And she just get she does not care. Can you imagine just being around famous people so much that when you see Justin Bieber, you're like, whatever. And so they have that clip. It's pretty good. They're, all the episodes, I, I bring it up because we mentioned that episode of that uh, Netflix shot. documentary. Mm-hmm. is for, They're only like 10-minute episodes. Oh, that's cool. So I think get I'll, you through a lot, I guess. Right? Yeah, maybe watch four of them, but... And it's pretty good. I wouldn't pay the forty nine ninety nine for the whole YouTube TV service. Yeah. Unless I was on the my computer or phone all the time watching all my TV from my computer and phone. I guess if I were going to do what we're doing now, I'd do like... Did you turn the volume up, Mike? Oh, yeah, my bad. No, did... Oh, 
I felt like I was like, <laughs> Luke Combs in it over there. <laughs> um, I don't know that I would watch Hulu live as my main live TV. Amazon's got pretty good live TV. Do they? Well, Amazon where you can get all the channels via the app, but you can watch all the live sports through all the packages, and they're right there as part of Amazon Prime. That's where I am right now. There's just so many options. I don't know what to do. For sure, I'm getting rid of cable. I mean, I just have to get rid of cable now. Problem is, my internet is t- tied to my cable, so I got to figure out a way to just to keep the internet. You can do that, though. So I'll probably do that, but man, with all the options out there of all that's live TV, especially sports and my old movie channel, yeah, I'll probably end up just getting rid of cable well, soon. Well, the only things that I watch are The Office on Netflix every day, sports, and CNN. That's basically it. <laughs> you're, you're an old man. Yeah. I fart and yeah. I watch sports and seeing <laughs> The Office. You know what I watched that was pretty good? And I might watch the entire thing if, I don't know, see what happens. Gilmore Girls. It just came on, like one episode of Gilmore Girls. Hey, Mike, I, Mike, it just came on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. Randomly. <laughs> go ahead. And I was like, I can get into this. The first episode got me. It's really good. Of the new Gilmore Girls, uh, no, or from like the, the from the nineties, I think it's nineties two thousand or something because I can tell from the music that they're using. It's is, pretty old. Is that I don't want to wait? Mm, or is that Dawson's no? Creek? That's Dawson's Creek. That's Dawson's Creek. <laughs> something like that. I think a lot of like uh, Sarah McLaughlin may be in there. I don't know, but it's definitely that soundtrack. Why is it good though to you right now? Um, because she's a single parent, and I it was just. I like I, I watched Parenthood, which is a really good show too. Uh, I watched that a couple years ago. But the girl on Parenthood's in uh, Gilmore Girls. She's one of the the main girls. Lorelai, I guess, is her her character. But uh, it was just the way they set up the first pilot was really good. It was like she has she's a single mom and she can't afford to pay for her daughter's school, so she asks to ha- ask her rich parents for money. And her parents are like just distant, no connection at all, no emotional connection to her parents. But they're like, sure, we'll give you money, but we got to be more involved in your life. And they're like, da da, and seemed kind of interesting. Like, all right, this could go somewhere cool. I think it went somewhere cool. Yeah, and it's since ended, right, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> two thousand, two thousand seven. Well, as far as and I'm like, gonna watch, know, I saw the first episode of the Munsters. I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. This thing may have a yeah. future. <laughs> I started. Watch, I got to the first half of Knives Out. Oh yeah, maybe the first. The third. Movie, it's a have movie. you seen it, Mike? No, I haven't seen that. Oh really? No. I heard mixed things about it. Is, was, it. is it British? I was really looking for a review. No. No. It's um. It's like it, a mystery, right? Well, again, I've only seen the first third of it. It's, it seems like kind of clear. Why are you watching mm-hmm. movies in thirds? First of all, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like, you should watch a movie in its entirety. Make time to watch a the movie. The other movies I've seen are very long. I watched uh, uh, yes. Netflix. What's that long? Irishman? Yeah. Too long, right? So I watched it in very halves. Long. The movie with Brad Pitt and DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did you like it? Almost three hours, watched it in two parts. <laughs> this one, we were watching it last night and fell asleep. And so, paused it, obviously. I don't have, the, I, don't, I can't do long. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I can't do long. All right. It's, three, it's what, two and a half hours, three that's hours. That's so long. I like a movie about an hour, 47 that's, minutes. That's been our whole life, mm-hmm. though. Our whole life, we've been watching movies that long. Two hours. Hour, 47 minutes is about my perfect time. Okay. Yours, Mike? I'd say, yeah, like 150. If it's 150, that's solid. By the way, check out Mike's podcast, Movie yeah. Mike's. Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Joe, have you seen Knives Out? Not yet. No. Dang, nobody's seen Knives Sorry, Out. Sorry, dude. I know. Uh, despise bands that are crazy successful. And let's start with Nickelback. <laughs> really one of the most successful bands of all time. This is how, how many, you remind how many, how many, how many hits? Uh, let's see here. 
Under 10. Nickelback sold over 50 million albums. <laughs> Dang, okay. <laughs> they rank as the second best-selling international act in the 2000s. Who do you think they're behind? The second best international act of the 2000s, only behind one act. I, oh, I bet I know who you're going to say. The 2000s? Yeah. One, two, three. Mm. You don't know. Um, Radiohead? Mm -mm. The Beatles. Oh. More than you two, more than Radiohead. Really? More than, Is yeah. this factual? Mm -hmm. right, I look at Mike. <laughs> he confirms. <laughs> Through nearly a decade, pop culture has been incredibly cruel to Nickelback. So, I've, I've always been a lover of them more so than I think I would be because of all the hate on them. Like, I would just kind of sit at a 6.5 normally because they have songs we know and like. But because everybody hates them, I kind of feel bad for them. So I put them at like a 7.3 because of that. Sometimes I think we get uh, tricked By. into liking something. What do you mean? But the songs are good. You like, sing them. Like sometimes I think that they're just on the radio so much that we're like, all right, whatever. And it's like, you say sorry. It's, all right, it's not a bad song. But if you heard that once, I think 90% of the people that heard that once were like, this sucks. I don't think so. I think there were a lot of songs <laughs> you only heard once and never sang back. Yeah, there are a lot. Yes, but I think we heard so this too much. so many number ones. So many number ones. How many? Do we need to look at the list? We've looked at the list. It's like <laughs> 8, 9, 10, 11 songs. Yeah. All right. They even had songs on super soundtracks. Yeah, Spider-Man. I remember that one. Mm -hmm. So you just want to be a hater because no. of Chad Kroger's hair. No. Like, it was long and like, <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. I don't understand the hate. Like, Tell me why you're a hater. I just, at the time that came out, to me, that was like... Um, it's it's easy music. Sometimes it's just like but why isn't everybody doing it? If it's so, it's like Sam Hunt and Body Like a Backroad. People go, that song's so easy to write. Then why don't you write it? I think no, I don't think I can write it. But I think I think that m most people don't try to do that because they don't want to get stuck doing that. Like all right, it's easy music. Like like where are where's Nickelback now? Is there's no longevity in Nickelback? There's no longevity in almost any of those bands in the 2000s or any decade. The fact the longevity, 50 million albums. Nickelback does a tour again. Do they sell out? Yes. They're touring this year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I don't know. They, I don't know. That's just where my mind is with them. Just like It's I, because you've been tainted by the media. No. And I love the media. I'm not a media <laughs> hater. But you listen to people say they suck. Otherwise, they would just go away and they'd just be a band you didn't care for at the time. Well, why are they the most despised band? Because it became a thing. Mm -hmm. It became like it's cool to hate Nickelback. <laughs> And I probably would too, except I was hating on them. So you just want to defend so them. Yeah. All right. Uh, they won't even do interviews because they know half the questions will be about everybody hating them. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? Would, that'd be terrible. They still sell a lot of concert tickets and they'll probably still be laughing 10 years from now because all, all their be money. Billionaires. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, they, people hate them? Uh, people hate them because they, they jam. And now here's a little clip of Dave Matthews Band. Now, I'll say this. I love Dave Matthews Band. I think any criticism of them is unfair. I think they should have been put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year because they were so different. Um, Dave Matthews Band has sold over 33 million albums in the United States. In 2018, they scored the biggest week for a rock album in years and years. They've had the number one most consecutive studio albums. So they're basically a 90s college band. Right now, the band's worth an estimated $72 million. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I guess if you weren't in the 90s, early 2000s with them, you would definitely hate them because they continue to put out music. And I'll be honest, I never listen to it. I do. I listen to some of them. I like the emo stuff. 
You do? I like emo Dave. We're sad. We're Dave Matthews. We're a sad guy. <laughs> I'm going to play you a sad song right like now. The last I remember of really listening to Dave Matthews was, Where Are You Going? Yeah, Jan. That, I used to play that on the radio. It's good stuff. Yeah. But after that, I kind of fizzled out just because I, I was a, I, I love Dave. I was a huge Dave fan. I do love Dave Matthews Band. Um, so I've never hated him. Loosen, loosen, cut, cut. I love Dave Matthews Band. So, yeah, suck I, an egg. I give, uh, I'll give Nickelback a 7.3. What do you give him? Oh. We'll, rank, we'll rank them all. A one. Oh, <laughs> what a hater. Get a out one? of here. Like, just That's, get off the map. so stupid. Erase yourself. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, a nine. Yeah. Dave Matthews Band is great. I give him 8.5. Nine you're, for me. You're though. right. They changed music. Yeah, when, 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 a white guy from South Africa. Yes, getting a predominantly black band and a fifteen-year-old bassist. Yes, who they had to sneak into bars because yeah. he wasn't old enough to play with them. My manager put the freaking band together. Amazing. In Charlottesville. Yeah, I know. I I, I love that. Uh, okay, we'll move on. Let's hear a clip from Creed. <laughs> We're long, That always been in there? Who cares? <laughs> Mike, did you add thunder to this? I did add thunder to that. <laughs> okay, so I love I love the Creed. I, I was part of the Creed Revolution back in the day. <laughs> You're so dumb. I went to Creed shows. No, you did I not. I did. I went to two. Did you pay for the tickets? Be honest with me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't. I was probably in radio at the time. Yeah, so, so you got I didn't, so didn't have to pay, but I'd have to go. But Single, I'd nothing to, to do. I'd have to stay. I played ping pong with Scott Stapp once. Really? He came in. He was like, hey, man, Scott Stapp. <laughs> you talk was, like that too? Yeah, and I was like, hey, man, what's happening? He goes, uh, do you want play, to play, play any ping pong? And I didn't. I was like, yeah, of course. And he <laughs> beat me like 15 nothing and got and just walked out of the room. Oh, like, you, like he knew like, you'd never yeah. play. <laughs> they you sold uh, 58 million records worldwide. More than Nickelback. They got tricked. So they were, what? No. They, 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 people they, got tricked again. No one's getting tricked. You know why I didn't like them? Because they stole, he stole my boy's voice, Eddie Vedder. Like that was it, Pearl you Jam. Sound, you sound like DMX and John. Pearl Roll Jam right now. owned Eddie Vedder owned that he didn't voice. Own that, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was the first. Uh, I know Jeremy Smith. And then here comes this dude with arms wide open. People make the when people do a Creed voice, they do an Eddie Vedder voice. Okay, so this is personal. <laughs> <laughs> so this was called butt rock. Excuse me. The butt rock genre. Heavily distorted guitars. They say paint-by-number songwriting. Boom. Deeply graveling male vocals. <laughs> paint-by-number songwriting. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a lot of that That's happens so here, good. though. Sure, but you can't deny a good song, and they, I don't hear good songs yeah, when I hear Yeah, I Creed. can list you a lot of them. My Own Prison. I know the song. Arms Wide Open. <laughs> My Sacrifice. God, they had a lot of good songs. Stop. Okay, where would you put Creed? I give Creed mm, 7.2. Oh, wow. Yeah. Below Nickelback. I'll put him at 0. 0.5. Wow. Below Nickelback? <laughs> yep. Yep. You like Creed less than Nickelback? Correct. At least Creed's American. <laughs> it's not about that. And then, I love the Beatles. They're British. Who Creed, cares? Creed split apart, and then they were altered bridge. The rest of the band without Scott Stapp. <laughs> is, is he okay now? I don't know. Okay. I think he's had his moments in and out, but I'm not sure. When that video resurfaced, that was like... People were worried for him. He'll he'll probably send you a cameo for a dollar. <laughs> See how much his cameos worth? See if Scott Stapp does cameos. If it's less than a dollar, I'll buy one for you, Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it right now. See, Mike D, I'll give you we'll my credit card. Scott Stapp is on cameo. 
I get people all the time asking me, "Hey, will you do cameo?" Why don't you do it? I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to. You do. do that you do that for free too. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, I got it. How, how, much, how much do you think? Okay. Um, for real, real. I'm gonna say a Scott Stapp cameo. Fifty bucks. I say it's high demand because it's a good it, it joke. It's like us. It's a good joke to get Scott Scott <laughs> Scott Stapp to call your friend. I would say thirty dollars. <laughs> Way off. How much? Five hundred dollars. What? <laughs> Oh my God, Bones! You need to get on Cameo. Well, you could make some good money. Wow, I know. But don't do you guys look at Cameo? There's some big people on there. I'll, <laughs> Mike, I'll ask you this too. Do you look at Cameo as a desperate thing? A little, uh, a little bit, yeah. As like an extra way to like, oh, here I'm on Cameo. I feel bad for people. Right? Yeah, the I, celebrities that I don't know on Cameo, I feel bad for them. If I got on Cameo, people would be like, "All right, you're trying to milk everything for money now." But isn't everyone, doesn't that kind of tell you that everyone is a celebrity in a weird way? Like, we don't look at that list. Really, if you look at that list, you'll probably only see like 20 people that you really know. Probably more than that. But, more? But yeah. But, but Jake Owen like does it for charity. He doesn't mm-hmm. get money. So yeah, think, that's cool. But yeah. not, and I look, not a lot of people do that. Yeah. Like, like really not a lot. How much was Jake for charity, Mike? Let's see. Was it I, I thought about doing this cameo game on the air, but I thought it would give him a bunch of free pr- <laughs> pr- like promotion. Cameo? Yeah. It's a good bit. Jake's a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, moderate. I mean, that's mo- cool. Moderately yeah. priced, and he gives all the money away. And Scott's down five hundred dollars. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Smash Mouth, and here's a clip from <laughs> Smash Mouth. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get. Paid. So, I will compare Smash Mouth to another band later in this list, where they didn't end up how they started out. They kind of had some success, and it just altered what music they made because they realized they could be superstars with massive hits. Right. And so they were a ska punk act, and they were a legitimate ska punk act. Um, by the way, they'll be at, at the, their anniversary like twenty three years twenty three years tomorrow. Wow. And they're still going. So uh, they were in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, they were. There's yeah, I saw one in a commercial today. It kind of was a joke, but yeah, right. Steve, Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth is on there. Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cheaper than Scott Stapp. Smash Mouth has sold more than 10 million albums, but they had hits with the, e- not easy, but de- the very down the middle stuff, like All Star, mm-hmm. Walking on the Sun, I'm a Believer, which is a remake from the Monkees. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, on the movie Shrek. Shrek, yeah. And so, you know, they started to go, wow, we're mainstream famous doing not that ska or punk stuff. But they had Walking on the Sun. Feels like I'm walking on a... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. So they had this pop stuff, and they started to go, why are we making this ska punk stuff when we can just do the pop stuff? I don't hate them. I've never hated them. Like, even when they came out, I liked their sound. The Walking on the Sun sound was really cool. I mean, I I liked it all the way. And, And I don't hate on bands making money. Like You just hated on Creed. No, no. Creed was just terrible. Creed was terrible, and they and the fact people loved them, like get out of here. No one loved Creed. No one loved. Yes, they did. They just like fifty million albums. <laughs> no one loved I've Creed. Two different shows. Uh, Smash Mouth. Like, if you find a way to be fifty and still make music uh, and making money, do it. Smash Mouth has allegedly had a beef with Smashing Pumpkins for years. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny fight. After their catchy anthem was picked over a song for Shrek, because they they were oh wow, Smashing Pumpkins had a song up for it. Billy Corgan was fighting for a Shrek spot. See, see him. To, <laughs> Aren't we all? Him to me though, he'd be on cameo for sure. Billy Corgan. Oh yeah. Oh, well, let's see. Is Steve Harwell on cameo? He's not, or the band is not. Wow. See if Billy. Because Cor- they're still making money. I bet you Billy Corgan's not though. 
I don't know. Some of the business decisions I've seen him make. He is not. Um, give me your Smash Mouth ranking. Um, I'll put him at eight. That's really high. Yeah, because like, I like Smash like Mouth. Ten is John Mayer to me and Garth Brooks. Oh, you're right. You're right. Let me bring him down a little bit. I'll go five then. Five. Right down the middle. I give him a 3.8. Wow. Why I, so low? I don't like Smash Mouth that much. Why not? They, they let me down. I was in way more <laughs> into their early stuff. <laughs> They let you down. I mean, I give him a four. Did I you just, watch at the end of Shrek when the, all the cast members that, are singing? When that's I how, right. No, I didn't. <laughs> that's good stuff. Right, but that's what people know them for now. I don't know them from that. I just know them from the early radio stuff that I played. I'm not a hater. Example. I bought my son an electric guitar, and we just plugged it in today for the first time. And he's like, and I held it, and he goes, can you play Smash Mouth? <laughs> like, out of nowhere, <laughs> he asked that. <laughs> So there's a different so, connection. To and you. he's 12 years old. That's cool, man. What if he were to say, Dad, can you play Creed? No, I mean, get out of here. No, <laughs> he'd break you're grounded. <laughs> you smash it over your knee. A hated band, Insane Clown Posse. I'll play you a clip of Never ICP. really, yeah. <laughs> so their whole thing was they're painted up. I would say like Kiss, right? They had a whole paint thing. They're white rappers. They are kind of grungy, chubby. Their songs are about sometimes death. Like weird stuff, right, Mike? Yeah, pretty weird stuff. Hmm. And so like a lot of like horror. What year was this? Like 2000s? Before that. Really? I would say before that. I, I, remember, I remember hearing that, but I didn't know who sang that. I didn't really even try to research who sang that. And they were very independent, huh. but they made a lot of money. Uh, last year, Psychopathic, the record label, made more than $10 million. Last year? Mm-hmm. They have the Gathering of the Juggalos, a three-day festival. It's been going on for almost 20 years. Uh, Joe just shook his head like he knows. Big fan. You like ICP? Uh, I'm okay with them. Yeah. I, I, I've researched. What what's the thing? It's like everyone paints up like clowns. Oh, you mean the, the festival? festival? And, and they spray like, soda on each other. It's, it's really? It's real weird. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you try that bones next year. I don't know enough about them to give them a real rating because I yeah, know I, I was either. never into them enough to not be into them. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I feel like all the rest of we were so exposed to, we could hate them or love them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it an I, my my number, an incomplete, because I don't really have exposure to them. I would know. You know what I know the most from is Howard Stern. They would go on that show all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. In interviews. Did he like them? Liked them as people. I don't know if he liked their music. He said they were nuts. Yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit. Ooh, it's a good one. Eleven. <laughs> there you go. I love Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I loved them. I loved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all of them, all the tenses. See if Fred Durst is on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> People, they did a ranking of most obnoxious acts of all time, and Limp Biscuit is most of the time at number one in all of these. They are, uh, let's see, there's a lot of stuff written here about them. They killed 90s music. Mm. They kind of came in after the grunge stuff, they did. though. Yes. You know what grunge did to the hair metal, the, the glam metal? Yep. Limbiscuit, corn, POD. That's right. That was kind of the group that, like, big, anthemic, mm-hmm. um, heavy, distorted guitar, but rap. Yeah. White guy rap over it. 
And that was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Could not get enough of it. <laughs> there was definitely a kind of person that was into that, but I, I think. I, but me. What is that? And what kind of person know. were you? Just me. I'm the person. <laughs> it was just felt it in your heart. I have a friend. It was both of our really close friend, Brandon Ray. And he'll text me and be like, dude, let's go drive around this little biscuit. <laughs> and the thing there is, you go. He's not kidding. No, we've he's done that dead a couple serious. We'll go drive around and catch up and listen to Limp Biscuit. Who I, I really did think they were interesting. Who was their guitarist, Mike? Monkey. Wes? Wade? Isn't it Wade or something? Wait, Some, wasn't it Monkey? Uh, yeah, they did call him Monkey. Yeah. But he, his real I mean, name so was I, like... Yeah, I don't know really know. <laughs> they called him Monkey, right? Just, uh, yeah, yeah. But he was, I remember him. He looks... W- Wes Borland. Wes Borland. Monkey, right? <laughs> yes, it was Monkey. I, I remember that for sure. And then Kentucky Fried Chicken Head. Who's that? Oh, oh the, the the was it the basses? Isn't the, that Guns N' Roses? Maybe your Buckethead. Bucket You're talking head. about Buckethead. Oh, oh, oh. He wasn't in Limp Bizkit. Oh, okay, go ahead. But it was something interesting about them. I never was into them, and, and I would I would be the one that would go along and say that they did kill. Don't don't do that. Music. <laughs> don't do that. for that moment because at that time I remember specifically the Strokes were doing their thing, and Limp Biscuit. And those guys, everything you meant, everything you said, POD and all those guys were doing their thing. And I wanted the strokes to hit so hard so they can just get rid of whatever was happening with music there. The strokes, Franz Ferdinand, uh, all that movement. I'm like, fight, 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 and get rid of all this junk. Mm. <laughs> While you and Brandon Ray were out like <laughs> loving life. Loved them. <laughs> I remember on Napster when, whenever uh, Fred Durst and Aaron Lewis did... It's been a while. Maybe it's been a while, or yeah. no? Because I'm on the outside. I'm looking. looking. That, that, uh, that's what it was. They Fred did Durst. It, was they on did that? it live on that tour. It was I do remember that. Great. It was like Fred Durst. Everybody. Ah, it's great. It's great. Uh, they used Lambeth's music to torture criminals. The, I'm, I get it. They would like take these people from other countries. Is that real? Do they really uh-huh. do that? The the tortured mm-hmm. thing where they play music. Mm-hmm. They often do Lent Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. I loved it. I thought what the coolest thing on MTV was when, when uh, Fred Durst was listening to his own music. And he was like, I love my own music. He turned it up and drove off. What a douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing it's not. <laughs> I mean, of all the bad bands, are probably the highest for me. Maybe my scale was wrong. Maybe we should have just done a, a bad band scale. Yeah, that's what I was thinking okay. when I put um, Smash Mouth so high. Well, then nine on the bad band Oh, scale. really? On the bad band scale? Uh, I'd put them at four. I didn't mind it because there were some songs that they came out. So it was pretty cool. God, they had and, so many. And then Monkey to me, it would be it was really interesting. But let's see, Mike, pull up the Limp Biscuit playlist. <laughs> okay, they had so many, dude. Yeah, they had um, when they did the, the what was the cover they behind did? The, oh, Blue Behind Blue Eyes. Eyes. That's good stuff. Faith. Faith. Oh my gosh. So they started. This was their first, yes. right? Yeah. So they started with a cover, which is. Yeah. They used to play this on MTV like crazy. And that one scene when it goes, straight, the whole crowd jump up and down. Yes. Like, I remember that. I mean, like, wow. Angry white kids that really had nothing to be angry about. That's well, that was grunge, too. Yeah. Angry white kids. Your life is good. Yes. Why are you so mad? <laughs> this song was the. Oh. Yeah. What else you got on there, Mike? You got Break Stuff. Oh, yeah, what Break Stuff on the jam. Play this one, too. It's just one of them things. Of course. Yeah. Rolling my way. Oh, rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, keep rolling, rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. way, my way, or the highway. Back up, back up. Tell me oh. what you want to do now. Man, this is a jam. 
This still comes on at my word. This goes. Where, where, where does this come up? What stage are you listening to? Where this comes Maybe in my head. Okay, so what else? Rolling, what else? Uh, My generation. Jam. Oh. Do you, do you know this one? No, I'm thinking, let me see. This is rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> it's rock and roll people that want rock and roll. It's rap people that want rap. Those guitars. What else you got? Uh, those are the biggest screaming ones, yeah. Uh, and then they had Behind Blue Eyes. You know, sing that originally? Yeah, The Who. Come on. Did The Who sing this one too? Is that a... Oh, listen to that. This is good. This was good. I remember when this came out. My friend Dave in college was so into them and I was... No one knows what it's like to be the sad man. No one knows what it's like. It was cool that he wasn't screaming too. Yeah, and the whole, they, never in the song, mm-hmm. I don't think. To be the sad man. It makes them sad and bad. <laughs> Behind blue eyes. This monkey harmonizing. Knows what it's like to be hated, mm-hmm. to be faded, yeah. to telling uh, only lies. Take a bounce. But my dreams they are as empty as my conscience seems to be. All right. Thank you, Mike. We could go down. You love them. That's the thing. <laughs> no, I All don't. these bands, you just said, you would love their songs privately. I don't, privately. though. I don't. This is, yeah. Uh, and here's another one. One, two, three, four. We got a bunch. <laughs> a lot of hate in Maybe bands. I don't go through all these, but I, we, we can roll over something quickly. But this one is one that um, switched up their sound once they had a bit of hit. And it was Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. Things that I used to say. All the words that got in the way. All the so their deal was... Out the window. They were they were hard. Yeah, they were really hard. They were on tour with, I think, um, who we just played. What's the band we just played? Limbiscuit. Yeah, Limbiscuit. Limbiscuit and like Three Eleven. <laughs> That's what they were categorized as. That well, kind of band. Their whole first record was hardcore, except for Fly. Yeah. It was. Yep. And then they had that one song. I just want to fly. Yeah. And that song blew up. So then they were like, "F this." Yeah. Take the distortion off a little bit. Let's do fun pop. Sing songy. They had a good looking front man, Mark McGrath. Yeah, who later was a host on some TV show. I probably still is, right? Is he <laughs> on extra? Extra. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how good of a band they were. No, but I, 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 I liked them. I really did like them. And I liked I liked um, uh, Every Morning. I love. Oh, dude. That's my least favorite one. Really? It was one of their biggest ones. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. And I, Why would people hate them? I loved the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, they're good. Loved them. Because they were so manicured. So? All the sappy songs like Iris and Sly. It's good stuff. I agree. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not arguing with me? He had the long hair. <laughs> yeah, he was beautiful. Yeah. It's good looking. I think they hated him for that, for the most part. Uh, Train. Kind of hated them. I love Meet Virginia, though. That's the one where I liked him at the beginning, and then they went really pop. And, and I guess props to them, because they really did change their music with every single time music changed like they went from meet virginia all the way to uh uh what's the 
I guess Hey Soul Sister. No, there's a they ukulele have, one. Well, they have a is new that, one too that came out. Yeah, they keep going and yeah. it sounds like, okay, it fits with whatever's on the radio still. He's such a good singer. I've never thought even that they were in that group of lame bands. This is, there you go. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> I have nothing to bad to say about them. I hate they made this list because I, I, I just, I can't do it. I'm split because I love bands that have backbones. They stand for something, or they're but like they do. They have. They stand for something. They just change. They evolve with the time, which is cool. But so do we. It's as hard. Humans. It's hard. What if to, people said Eddie changed over his life? He just didn't have a backbone. But it's hard to do. Like it's hard for bands to do. Aerosmith did it. You know, they were one that did it. Where like they were hardcore '70s classic rock, and then. Move to you know '90s kind of yeah. pop. They, they were they have backbones. They're able to well, they're able to do it. Not a lot of bands are able to do it, but they didn't. The fact that you can mold is kind of like you're chameleon. You can just kind of do whatever, which is cool in a way. But at no, the same it's time, the greatest. you stand it's for what nothing. Maroon Five's man. doing another they, they band. Put freaking dis- Are they on the list? Yeah, they'll get there. Yeah, uh, Matchbox Twenty. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little Ready? One, two, three. Love them. Yeah, love them. <laughs> Great. Can't, can't get enough. They're so good. They put out a record now, I'm listening. <laughs> of course. Yeah. The, yeah. I, heroically Vanilla Pop is what this says. It was just straight. Who said that? White America Vanilla Pop. One of these articles. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Come on. My fa- This is their 10 for me on the scale. They're my favorite. I love them. It, one of the biggest bands of my lifetime. Love them. And people hated because them. Because... It was the people that really didn't want to let grunge music go. I got a bootleg one time, a Pearl Jam playing this thing with, uh, it's called the Bridge School Festival. Bridge School, I think, uh, benefit concert in San Francisco. Neil Young puts it on. And every and a lot of bands, there are like 30 bands, and they raise money for this Bridge School, which is school for, I think, um, handicapped people, people with physical dis- disabilities. And so uh, Hootie comes on in this bootleg and you can hear everyone because this is the time where like people just got camcorders and recorded the show. And you can hear everyone like, blank Hootie, get off the stage. You suck, Hootie. Like everyone around them like, dang, dude, I never knew people hated them that much. They just hated them because they blew up so much. Like they wouldn't hate them if they were just a band playing. But because they were so massive, people, the bigger they got, the less people liked them. But And so good. In 1995, that record... Cracked Review went 16 times platinum. 16 million records. It's crazy. But they couldn't catch a break because people didn't want to say goodbye to grunge music. I loved them. I still love them. My favorite. Have you seen them Mm-mm. play? Mm-mm. I, mean, um, I, mean, no. I, mean, I mean, now, once they came back. Oh, back in the day I did. Yeah, I know you did that. I had iHeart Festival. Oh, okay. And they were great. But I haven't seen them like at a Hootie show. I, couldn't, I could never get out there. Uh, Maroon 5 is another one here. Um, you know, they're they're like the Maroon Five was a super talented act that sold out. That's one of the sellout acts. You know, they were a rock band. Yeah. And now they'll put any kind of music in there. It just, I, I like their stuff, but I, you're right. There's really not passion from. You never get people that go, "I'm the biggest Maroon Five yeah. fan." Because they stand for nothing. It's just they, they keep doing. But they make a lot of money. They do make a lot of money. And, I, and props to Adam Levine. And they played the Super he, Bowl last year. They did. I feel like he could have just left that band and just continued Adam Levine. But to leave them Maroon 5 and keep doing what they're doing is really cool because no one knows who the band is. Uh, Imagine Dragons. People hate Imagine Dragons. Really? Sellouts. 
Is that why they hate him? Even like other rock bands hate him. Like Slipknot got into a whole thing, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Corey Taylor hates Imagine really? Dragons. He said they're worse than Nickelback, where Nickelback was the number one. Oh, but now Imagine, Yeah. And so, but people hate him because I think they're so generic, white, angry guy that lifts weights rock. Sure. Wears little shorts. Like bro rock. Yeah. I get that. I don't, I don't agree with they it, make, but I, I get it. They make good songs. Yeah, I, I like all their songs. Anything you think was missed on this list? It's kind of compiled from a bunch of different stuff. No. I mean, the first ones I thought were Creed and Nickelback for sure. Your favorite of all those bands? Dave Matthews Band. I go Hootie. Your least favorite of all of them? Creed. Hater. 0.5. <laughs> Hater. Uh, my least favorite? Mostly these are all my favorite bands. <laughs> <laughs> this is the music I love. I still listen to. I would probably put Smash Mouth there. Cause really? Because Insane Clown Bossy was an incomplete... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm. Did you like Stained? Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah. I did. Then I got into a huge fight with Aaron Lewis recently. Well, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. The lead singer is doing country now. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with him. I don't even know why we got into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you get in with anyone. I don't either anymore. <laughs> I forget why I get into fights with people. I used to. I think I was on sleeping pills a lot back probably. in the day. Um, but he, I think it was him. He was bashing Luke Bryan and Sam Hunt. That's what it was in a mm. clip. And I was like, shut up, dude. You're just only doing this because you're trying to do country now and it's not working. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why. I have no problem with him now. But I th- I'm pretty sure that's why. Uh, okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll talk about new music and, and uh, music stories after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. 
Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. All right, new music out this week. Sam Hunt has a new song called Hard to Forget. Here you go. Is that a sample? Yeah, that is. Let it play. I saw your sister work. I saw your mama church. I'm pretty sure I saw your car. Mike, you know that sample? Yeah, it's Web Pierce. Ah, Web Pierce. He's the one that owned the big swimming pool. Isn't that crazy? He took a classic country artist, yeah. made it sound new hip hop. Sounds really cool. Yeah, I love to, this. To us. But some of the hater haters are people like, are gonna hate this song. Yeah, all the people that are like this is not country. No, this sounds so good. It sounds. I think it sounds really good for what it like for Sam's music. Like Sam knows who he is. I feel like Sam's music has like a just a theme of of even like the sad songs. There's still just a good happy feel from all his music. Like he, even like just. Like cop car, it's just a the the whole story of cop car is like it's not fun, you know. It's like oh they fell in love, whatever they're breaking the law, but it's got such a cool feeling to it. Like I just love the way he writes. I love all his songs. He didn't write cop car. Oh, he did write cop yeah, car. He wrote he did Urban yeah. put it out. That's mm-hmm. right. That was the one that they had the big fight over. He wanted to keep it. Yeah. But one of his other writers gave it to Urban. It's a whole thing. Um, uh, Aubrey Sellers has a new record called Far From Home. Here is One Town's Trash. Also, Cadillac 3 have a new album called Country Fuzz. Here is Jack Daniels Heart. Tennille Towns, Holding Out for the One. Here's this song. She has a new EP out called Road to the Lemonade Stand. And then Abby Anderson has a song called I'll Still Love You. When the I was thinking about this. Of all these people, there are Bobby Cast with Abby, Tennille, Cadillac 3, Aubrey Sellers, just not Sam yet. Mm. But we got four of the five. If you want to go back and hear me interview them all. Did you interview Jared from Cadillac 3? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber and Quavo, Intentions. Again, I'm on a Bieber kick right now. <laughs> uh, Green Day, Meet Me on the Roof. Here you go. The Green Day's new sound kind of feels like a mixture of old Green Day and the Strokes. See, I hear Smash Mouth in there. Shut up. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Uh, Meek Mill with Justin Timberlake, Believe. I saw Meek Mill at the game when I went to the Knicks game. Oh, did you? Me, he was sitting like four seats down from here. They put me on the freaking court yeah, side. court side. And I was by far the least famous. Was Jay-Z there too? No, but Mary J. Blige was. <laughs> it's Mary J. Blige, Meek Mill, Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy, John McEnroe, the tennis player. What? It was uh, one of the girls from This Is Us. It was super famous. Robert Kraft. And they're like, they get, they take all of us. And I'm in this group. They're like, okay. Robert Kraft was there too? And they take us to the back room and it's like where they put all the celebrities. And again, I know I'm not a celebrity, but they're, everybody that had a, a free course I'd see, they take them back and we're all in this back room and everybody's just kind of talking, except for me, because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And they were all like, 
who is this guy? They didn't recognize you from no, because Dancing was, with the Stars? They did not. No, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow, okay. I know. It was weird. Yeah, it's got to be awkward. I was back there with all, Meek Mill was back there. And I went up to Meek Mill and I said, uh, I said, Meek, what's up? And I raised to give him, give him have I told you the story yet? I think so. I raised to give him a high five and he looks at me like, <laughs> he didn't lift his hand up what, and try to get me out. This is in the private room where this all the celebrities are. As rides were walking into get it. Get out of I here. Like, I was like, meet Mill. I was like, meet Mill up here. And he looks at me and just goes, <laughs> That's crazy. It's awesome. See, I, I want to be like that someday. Yeah. I would never be able to look <laughs> like, at someone like that and be like, yeah, I'm right. good. <laughs> That's he crazy. Just that. He went, eh. <laughs> I love the story, though. That's a great story. Yeah. The new number one album in America is Lil Wayne with Funeral. Here you go. I didn't even know he put out a new record. Wheezy. You didn't listen to it? No. Is it good? It's pretty good. Is he old yet? <laughs> he's still little. Because, I mean, he's still going to look young, right? Yeah, I guess. Even when he's going to be even when he's I mean, old. Is he considered old in the rapper world, Mike? Good question. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, his biggest album was like in 2008, so. And they look like they sound uh, Funeral's the number one Lil Wayne. Number two is please excuse me for being antisocial from Roddy Rich. Who that is? <laughs> you don't know who that is? Mm -mm. All right, good. Uh, music to be murdered by Eminem is the third again this week. So uh, there you go. Little Big Town says there are no lead singers in their band. A bit misleading because yeah. Karen sings most lead vocals. Right. Occasionally Kimberly will and occasionally Jimmy will. But okay, they say they're all. They're all splitting the money the same. They're like, hey, we have to pick a lead singer. We're like, no, we're not going to do that. So they say they didn't pick a lead singer. Uh, Ten of the 13 songs on the new album, Karen sings. Probably a respect comment though, right? Yeah, for sure. Towards the rest of the band. Halsey went off on a guy who was shouting her ex-boyfriend's name during her show. What? It was a pre-Super Bowl show. This happened about a week or so ago. Some idiot in the audience kept yelling, <laughs> G-E-Z. And she actually went looking for the guy. She said, if you say G-Eazy one more blank in time, I'll kick you out of this building. Um, here is a clip. Disrespect me like that. Somebody should do that in Miranda's show. Blake! <laughs> but just to get that reaction, don't respect Someone me, man. Will show. beat you up at, for her. People will beat you up. Probably, right? yeah. Like that, that wasn't a Halsey show. It was Halsey doing a pre-Super Bowl show, so it wasn't like all the Halsey hardcore fans. <laughs> if you did that at like a Miranda show with all Miranda people, the some, fans would somebody be. would beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Noel Gallagher, they say, may have turned out 130 million dollars for an Oasis reunion. He's the guitarist. Liam Gallagher tweeted that he and his brother Noel were offered 130 million for a tour, but that number was quote not enough for the greedy soul. They um, hate each other. Noel was the greedy soul. Did you watch the documentary? Oh, gosh, I feel like I started it. And this is a, it came out a while back, right? A few years, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I started it and I never finished it. Really good. They just fight so much, man. Like It's like the freaking Black Crows. Yeah. Those two finally probably broke. And that's oh. why they got back like, together. Yeah. I don't even know that for sure. And they're coming to do my show soon. <laughs> we'll find out for <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the Rolling Stones and the Grateful Dead are going on tour. Well, who of the Grateful Dead? Is, uh, is The Stones will finally begin the North American leg of the tour on May 8th in San Diego. They had to cancel it last year because Mick Jagger had heart surgery. Rock and roll. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dead and Company, John, John Mayer, okay. uh, will hit out this summer. Uh, Wrigley Field, Fenway, and John Mayer will be That's playing. That's cool. I've never had interest to go to that. I'm the biggest John Mayer fan, but I don't care about watching him play guitar solo. Yeah, they were playing Bonnaroo one, one night when I was there, and then we just left early. We didn't go. Because Dead and Company? Just, I don't know. I just didn't really feel like it. Uh, that's the deal. 
I think we're done. Cool. Feel good? Yeah. What do we learn from this? Limp Biscuit rocks. That creed's still terrible. Hootie is ama- Hootie's never been bad. People should shut their freaking mouths. And don't hate on Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, I agree. They're great. They should have been put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right, that's the deal. Thank you. Mike, Dean, anything you want to add? I think out of all those, I like Limp Biscuit now. After <laughs> 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 you change your mind. It kind of brought me back to like Trailer Park days. That's all everybody listened to. And I'm like, it's did, they're definitely like, a Trailer Park yeah. band. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yep. Um, also, Matchbox 20 shouldn't have been on there. Nope. Goo Goo Dolls shouldn't have been on there. Nope. I agree with you. People are stupid. Uh, We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.